This is Jaren speaking, and today we're talking with the beautiful, the wonderful Jessica Pollen, and you can find her on Instagram as Jessica Pollination, on Facebook as Art of Jessica Pollen, or on Patreon. You can check that out. Maybe become a patron of hers, and she's at Jessica Pollen Art. Um, if you're feeling it and you're able to, she's open to commissions. And loves to do art uh, for musicians, really anybody that needs something for their project. And with that, here's our conversation with Jessica Pollen. Welcome to the House of I podcast <laughs> with your host Daniel and Jaren. Today our guest is the wonderful and amazing Jessica Pollen. That's me. What's up, Jess? How's it going? Going pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Already starting with the whispers. <laughs> so. <laughs> You recently did artwork for us. Uh, you did the art for our single, Mi Vida. And I'm curious because I don't really know, but where did you get the inspiration for the silhouette, the detail in the middle, all that stuff? Where did you get that inspiration, first of all? Well, I figured since I'm going to be in the music video, it would make sense to tie my, like, since I'm in the music video, make it my silhouette to have like a connection to the single art and the music video so and i wanted it to be sort of vague enough so that like it like if you saw the music video you might tie the two but if you're just seeing the single art you, it's a standalone thing so and as for the stuff on the inside of the silhouette um I know that sometimes my thoughts can be kind of disjointed and it's chaotic and I feel in life is chaotic since the the song is Mi Vida. Um, I wanted it to be to en encompass a lot of the things and themes that I deal with in everyday life. Right. Okay. Like so do you, okay. Do, so were you kind of like, besides the fact that you were basing it off your life, were you also kind of listening to the music and saying there's a point in the song where it kind of gets it gets crazy, like not super crazy, but I guess there's a lot going on. Like, was that also Hector. kind of driving a driving force in as well? Yeah, a little bit, because in the in the silhouette, there's a, a little drawing of a goblet with an eyeball in it and it's being tipped out and there's like shit coming out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. That's 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 yeah, the. That's the thing that most people that I've shown, they're like, damn, this is super detailed and that must have taken a long time for her to come up with. And I, I don't know. I don't know how difficult or easy that is to do. But It depends on what it is like for that. Um, I don't tend to like, like you're supposed to, supposed to like have a sketch all figured out before you start a painting. I don't do that. <laughs> I'll have like a general idea. Sometimes I'll just have like a sentence of like a, a phrase A phrase. What do you mean exactly by that? had my Etched out uh, my silhouette, and then I figured out what I was going to do from there on. Hmm. So how long did it take you to come up with the actual detail inside of it? Was Probably it a long like a process? day. A day? Yeah. Damn. That's a long time, I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just sitting there going meticulously through it. Well, know? I was working on a bunch of stuff on top of that. So I, I painted the silhouette. I painted it purple. And I painted the background, and then I painted the, like, the spikes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I was, like, switching between working on the silhouette and the background, and in between when I had an idea for the, um, the stuff on inside the silhouette, I would do a little bit. Right. So the, the, the spike stuff that you're referring to, was that at all kind of an inspiration from the Rugrats kind of thing? <laughs> Well, I was trying, uh, I guess maybe kind of a little bit because I was trying to do something 80s inspired. Mm -hmm. I know like Rugrats is like 
90s, but it still has like that spiky. The title card? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like that early 90s kind of vibe, yeah. you know? It's like a blur in between. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, if you think about it too, so like the background, the purple, and then it's got almost confetti in it, like that white confetti inside, mm-hmm. and then it's just got like those, you know, those 80 colors or 90s colors in it, which yeah. is funny. No, that's what I thought when I first saw it, for example. When I was painting it, I I forget what it was. The spikes, or no, the blobs, because there's spikes and then there's blobs mm-hmm. in, underneath it. Um, it was just the blobs at first, and it looked exactly like the Scooby-Mobile, the Scooby-Doo mystery movie. Yeah, the mystery, mystery machine. Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> it looked exactly like Scooby-Doo, so I had to redo it. <laughs> that's cool. No, that's dope. No, it came out so good, and... I think it's the perfect piece of art to go with the idea that we had for the song. Um, yeah. So we were really happy that uh, we know you. And obviously you've done work for, you know, for my other project and whatnot, which is hanging up there on the wall. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but so we're so, OK, I don't really know too much about your background, per se. Um, Mysterious. So, <laughs> Mysterious. It's for the best. <laughs> so my dark anime origin story. <laughs> and today's Halloween too, right? So let's get spooky in here. <laughs> so where are you from exactly? Well, I'm from Spring Hill, which is like an hour away from Tampa, but I was born in Indiana, but I don't know what Indiana even really is. So you were born in Indiana and moved like as soon as you were born over here or just about like i moved from indiana to um florida f- when i was 10 months old my family's not from indiana too like none of my family is from indiana I was just where where are they from florida oh really yeah my my uh, family there's like family history and they were escaping the family to go to indiana just a fresh start and then they're like it's cold. <laughs> so they moved back. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Let's go back to the nice weather. <laughs> so you you came back from Indiana to Tampa, basically. To oh, to Spring Hill, Spring rather. Spring Hill. Okay. Well, I guess Wikiwachi, then Spring Hill. Oh, which okay. Which is like, they're like neighbors. And then when did you, I guess, when did you start doing artistic things or drawing, per se? Probably my first memory is drawing i remember like like i loved the powerpuff girls and i would draw little baby fan art with the powerpuff girls really yeah. how early was that like two three really so like literally as soon as i could do that i was doing that there's a there's a mural that she had on her bedroom wall yeah and i'll, I'll put it up and in, in post but it it's so detailed and she was just a kid really when she made it yeah, yeah like just a big wall piece i painted a it started off with an octopus and the octopus had like a little popsicle in its tentacle <laughs> and i'm like i want this to be an actual scene going on here so i i painted a big squid with a horde of candy in its popsicle and right. there's like a per- <laughs> pursuit going on that's cool that's 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 fucking amazing yeah. wait so at, i guess at an early age then was it just kind of like you were drawing things that you were seeing in person or whatever is that what it was or like were you coming up with any ideas just from the top of the dome or anything like that mostly at the top of the dome because like i i guess it's kind of similar to what i do now because like i'll have an idea and i'll go and seek out reference images for it and it's not completely unrealistic a lot of the time but I do like riff a lot like so like when I was drawing as a kid I would try my best to draw like a cartoony person or something but with my own things added to it right so like when I was a kid I did like a series of these like fashion girls (laughs) <laughs> and they had they were like walking their pets so some of them were walking a dog or some of them was were walking like a pet tortoise or something <laughs> and they had their astrological sign next to it and i only knew like three so all of them were like virgo or scorpio or <laughs> always animals though yeah I lo- oh, animals, I animals like yeah. through line through your yeah, whole you love yeah. animals yeah i, I could tell that so did you at, at any point then 
did you actually because it sounds like you kind of just taught yourself how to draw just through doing it mm -hmm. did you go at some point i'm gonna i guess kind of maybe try and learn how to do it from a school or something like that or maybe proper training or whatever well in school i always like you get you get to have electives so i would always choose to have an artistic elective mm -hmm. of any type if i could get it of course. um so i'd have i had like art teachers that throughout my life but i also went to usf and graduated like last year for art were you one of the best students at drawing in school you can say <laughs> yeah you can be honest yes <laughs> <laughs> that's okay dude <laughs> it's so funny because obviously art is you know it's all subjective but there is a talent involved you know there's a difference between yeah. being really good at something being able to, to maybe redo an you know a piece or something like that and do it perfectly or do it shittily you know what i mean yeah i mean, like i don't like the idea of the like sometimes during critiques there is this it's so subjective and it really depends on the teacher that you get like some teachers will really love you and some will be not enthusiastic whatsoever like right. there's this one guy that i know and i won't mention his name in case he doesn't want to be mentioned but like he listens to this podcast yeah i know we're super <laughs> famous <laughs> um but listening he, with bated breath right now but he's like incredible <laughs> he does stuff so like basically photorealistically but because of the themes and the types of stuff that he paints like certain teachers just didn't like him really he's like he is objectively so talented but yeah teachers just some teachers just are like fuck you yeah it, it's funny how in art in general because i think it's both for music and for painting for example or drawing how sometimes there's more of a coolness factor rather than how good the actual thing is yeah you get what i mean so Some if it whether it be technical if it's like super technical it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the coolest thing per se or the most popular thing per exactly se. it's impressive but sometimes you know Sometimes you just want something goofy or right. something nonsensical or something that you could not take a photo of. Right. Yeah. Um, Are you yeah. a believer in you should, I guess, like, you should know all the rules in order to break them? I think you should know some rules, but, I like, there's some really amazing... Um, artists that have no formal training have never even stepped foot inside a mu museum they can't tell you another artist's name and they make awesome stuff so i right. i think intuition is the most important thing with being an artist like you can learn a lot of stuff you can have the intellect to learn things but if you don't have the intuition and the I guess the passion to do it, I and mean, it sounds kind of corny, but the passion to do it, <laughs> um, then it doesn't matter. Because right. a lot of people, a lot of artists know a lot of things, but sometimes it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, their stuff isn't the best, yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that, that it's comparable to music as well, where just because you know how to read music or you might be able to rip on an instrument doesn't necessarily mean that you make good music yourself. Yeah. You know? And that's always uh, what kind of like the take that the Beatles s seem to have, you know, where we didn't we didn't learn how to read music. We just created music that we thought was the best. Yeah. And like and through doing that, they like they have the ear for it and they have just talent from doing it for several decades that they like would unintentionally do stuff that is like sort of canonized throughout music so like certain like chord progressions or stuff like that right mm -hmm. so early on then or, or rather when did you or if have you even okay that's a, trying to think of the question and i got it here <laughs> did you start looking to maybe established artists and taking i guess notes from them at an early age or have you done that at all for example i only really started doing that when i was in high school when i was a little kid you know you're sort of having fun 
Um, I always knew I wanted to be an artist, but, you know, just want to have fun. But when you're in high school, things start to get more serious. So, like, when in high school, I was really into the artist Kelly McKernan. And she's a water watercolor artist. She does she paints a lot of women, and in like, she has like an Art Nouveau, ethereal style. And if you look at my artwork during that time, it looks pretty similar. Okay. Um, so she inspired you. Yeah, and I think that was sort of like the groundwork of like the the frame from which I went on because I still do kind of similar things like i do i like painting and drawing like a, a feminine form mm -hmm. more than anything else really and i still like the art nouveau style is so beautiful i love it so but i it's very different from when i was in high school right yeah it's <clears throat> i think for myself when i started playing an instrument i was going off of things I was listening to at the time. So, for example, the Beatles, right? Like, my first song was Day Tripper was the first thing I learned how to how to play oh, or nice. whatever. And also the Mario theme song as well. Of course. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. Of course. So that's kind of a difference because it wasn't like I picked up an instrument, like, the let's say, for example, the, the guitar. I didn't pick the guitar up and just start trying to play something I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of different where you started painting just out of fun basically out of out of not yeah you can almost say out of necessity rather than i'm seeing art that i enjoy and i want to kind of try and do a similar thing you know what i mean i think that's that's interesting because i think it sort of like that's like a signal for like a wider phenomenon because like music is more is considered more of like like everybody likes music, but you sometimes you meet people who are like, I hate art. I don't get art. Nope, don't like it. It's a good point. I hate modern art. They label everything modern art, mm -hmm. even though it's like, like just because it's like weird and confusing doesn't mean it's modern art. Right. Yeah. Do you mean though, like literally drawn things that are drawn or vis vis visual art is what you mean? Like, cause yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's because strange. everyone likes music for the most part and i think it's more like socially accepted you know what i mean right more whereas like people feel so alienated from like certain art and artistic practices you i know feel what I mean? yeah i feel like people there's not the same kind of avenue for drawn or like visual art as there is music right because most people listen to the radio for example or whatever let's say streaming playlist blah 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 and that's the way that they get their music and you know to me obviously a lot of that is is not great and there's not really a medium like that like i feel i feel like art is so elitist right exactly it's exclusionary it's, a niche. it's almost like it's, a niche yeah know? it's by design too they're like it's a cool kids club and yeah. if you're if you don't know x y and z then yeah it's a place yeah, for not. graduate students to honestly <laughs> <laughs> like yeah look look how many grants i got but i, I, I got this show this week that's kind of related to this yeah what's your favorite and least favorite parts of professional art being a professional artist my favorite part is getting excited about a new idea and doing it and having it it be my own thing you know and my least favorite part is having to be your manager your marketer your like everything mm -hmm. all by yourself you have to produce product for something that you're shouldn't be product you know what i mean like it feels so commercialized like it's a commodity and yeah it, t it yeah. sucks i think we all, all three of us would agree with that sentiment because you by doing what we're doing for example we're focusing we're putting a lot of energy into marketing ourselves rather than actually creating 
yeah the thing that we do the best yeah because you guys have to make like t-shirts and stuff like that not that you don't pro i don't know if you dislike making t-shirts but still it's like time spent outside of writing music and producing the music and like playing shows and stuff like right. that and like making t-shirts and selling them is your main way to get money right Truth. yeah it's it's um same with like art and prints like i don't like p making prints <laughs> i don't like doing that yeah. but i do it yeah, it's what, part of the game i actually don't even know what that means what, is, what exactly does that mean like making uh prints? say like your single art that mm -hmm. i made for you if i wanted to sell it to somebody or if even if you guys wanted to sell it to somebody um right. you'd have to take a good picture of it or scan it and then print it on nice paper and maybe make an addition of it so like an addition is like you only print 50 of them i like so. that idea actually <laughs> yeah. there you go. It's like that's actually a good it's idea it's the most successful way to sell the art because the original is going to cost obviously much more because uh, yeah you know all the time was spent on it yeah but like a print depending on like the the type of print and the quality of it it can be like like i've seen prints as little as like 20 bucks right yeah yeah and people have twenty dollars they don't have five hundred dollars yeah. right right so. that's interesting yeah that it's something that i've grown to be okay with rather than hate it because it's more of an understanding that it needs to be done yeah and if it's not done then i won't be able to get to that point where i can kind of stop doing it you know like myself I can just have someone else do it for us, for example. Yeah. And having Jaren and Ellie help, you know, now has been super, you know, it's just been great because I can spend more time doing other things than mm -hmm. focusing on all that stuff that I was before, which is super stressful. See, that's stressful. a cool thing, though, like with being in a band, you have more, right. more hands to that's do right. things. Yeah, you um, are doing it by yourself. A solo artist, though. Yeah. Right. Can't. I try and help you as much as I can, but and yeah. you're very it's, helpful. <laughs> it's hard. And it's very hard. It's like, yeah, you have to learn so many different things just to do this one thing successfully. Yeah. My follow-up was about Instagram and your relationship to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Instagram? I think it, yeah. It's essential, right? Yeah, it's very essential. It's such a visual form that if you don't do it and you're an artist you're like i don't know how else you would gain an audience at all especially as like a new and upcoming artist you know right. what i mean like not that people don't do it without it but you would have to have some great karma yeah 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 hopefully because i think the niche for example of doing art for other artists like ourselves I think that's a cool niche to kind of get your name out there, which is something that obviously you're already working with us, you know, hopefully in the future, other people reach out to you as well. Yeah. I love working with musicians. Yeah. 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 Cause they're already creative. They already understand like their time is money and what goes into maybe not necessarily making artwork, but they know they understand that, there's a process involved mm -hmm. and yeah usually they come up with really cool ideas too right yeah they don't just want like a pet portrait yeah yeah like <laughs> 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 yeah well the art well the the art like the artwork for me vida was kind of all that was all your inception it was just kind of in the like the only the only idea we gave you was the theme of kind of the coloring yeah. to go by you know what i mean so that was that was all you um which is you know i love it i think it's fucking awesome but not that i won't do pet portraits by the way <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we make it big enough to we to the point where we can help help you as well because that's another thing that i enjoy doing vice myself. versa too right yeah yeah like if that happens like i know so many awesome artists that I would love to put on a spotlight because there, there's no reason they shouldn't be on a spotlight to me. Honestly. Yeah. Like you're a professional, you're a professional to me. Like your art is that fucking good to me. I think it's she, amazing. She it's, is one. Yeah. Definitely. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. And 
you know, there's a lot of musicians and a lot of artists that I know that are on that on that same level. And it's it's interesting how you realize once you get to a point that it has a lot more to do with who you know than how good you are per se and your stubbornness to just continue doing it yeah (laughs) like yeah i agree like a lot of people are already talented that if they were presented with the opportunity to just like blow up they would yeah um but i think aside from having the the talent to do that is the most important thing is like connecting with people being actually being friends with people not using them um and just just having you know single pointed yeah single yeah single being bullheaded about it yeah tenacity were your parents supportive of your artistic endeavor yeah they were supportive um yeah i was lucky that they like my mom went to college for a little bit and she was she was also very artistic my dad is very artistic also even though he doesn't do like a like a like paint or make music he he's he's, a photographer. he's yeah he's a he, yeah he's he does he's like he goes on these walks and he takes photos he mm-hmm. he's creative in his own right even if he doesn't like give himself credit of it right um he has an eye for it but um yeah they were very supportive um they both know you're talented yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's good yeah, yeah. that's good because yeah. i feel like sometimes or from i guess my personal experience early on it was always seen as a hobby and never seen as a thing that i was really going to pursue yeah it took a while for even from your family yeah yeah like my even my mom and she's in she's over there right now (laughs) it's like she'd probably (laughs) be like no of course not but no for sure like at first they just they were thinking it was more of a hobby something a fad and then it wasn't until i was probably doing it for you know seven years that they were at least my mom was like now 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 it's (laughs) yes they're doing like they've been doing it for so long you know what i mean so yeah that's cool though. It's and also too, not to compare or anything like that, but I good. think I'm the first person in my family to really pursue like an artistic endeavor or do it as a like do it regularly basically. So it's cool that you come from a background where your parents are kind of artistic as well, you know? Yeah, my mom my mom um wanted to be a writer and my grandma was an artist too she is now technically but she's like a registered nurse also so like you know everyone has their own journey and getting support is so important to achieve your goal as an artist so she didn't receive that so i'm fortunate that i did right does she ever talk like does she tell you that she's glad that you're pursuing it and that she wants you to because she never got that yeah, yeah. she's yeah she's very a fan. supportive <laughs> yeah very very supportive yeah that's good that's so it's, it's, she, i like i made a um a self-portrait of mine in school and she's like i want to buy that oh <laughs> yeah very sweet yeah it's very nice that's cool that's yeah that's 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 really that's that's great man because i feel like sometimes people or rather parents don't understand how important it is to to actually tell you know your child or whatever like hey i believe in you man you yeah know? a lot of parents don't get that being nice to your children is important <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> fucking shit dude <laughs> let's talk about our parents guys <laughs> i'll back up a little bit though uh is like with the social media and hardships of being an artist yeah what after all and you know dealing with that what still motivates you to do the art i just like doing it like sometimes i'll like since i use instagram all of the people that i follow are artists or drag queens but they're like (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah some i'll just be perusing i'll see something that is really exciting to me and i'm like damn you're like i need to get to work don't i Mm -hmm. and it 
I think it's also important too that like when I experience that, I don't beat myself up for it. I just appreciate it for what it is. And I'm like, what can I take from that, from liking their artwork? And what can I incorporate into my own thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Technology is, I mean, the fact that we have this, it's extremely advantageous. The only problem is that it's super saturated. Yeah. But if we can find a way to kind of put our stuff out there and get somewhat noticed, it's quite amazing that you can do that from your home, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it's important to just continue doing it. Yeah. Despite shitty people. So what are your goals then with art? For I just want to be self-sufficient. Like, and that can be whatever that means. Like if I got a good gig being represented by a gallery, then that's what it is. Right. Or if I continue doing Patreon, which I... Sorry, w- I, not to cut you off. So what is what exactly would that entail, being represented by a gallery? So sometimes you can... You can participate or like a gallery will host your paintings and they'll show them they of course have to take a cut which sometimes that relationship is parasitic but sometimes but they take a cut and you they get a portion and you get a portion but from the, they from the sales that you make yeah okay like so a big ba- cut yeah basically cut. well sometimes but some oh i guess yeah like sometimes it can be 50 50 which is fucking insane to yeah. me um sometimes it's 70 30 which is a little bit more fair in my opinion but right. um but yeah um they basically do marketing and advertising for you and they host there's like a reliable place that people can go and see your art like strangers that have no idea about you can go but and they see know your art. the venue for example like they're familiar with the plate like the actual gallery itself and they know yeah. oh there's always good stuff here so that that is the incentive to be to go there and possibly purchase yeah. art for example yeah so like there's art collectors and stuff like that and art collectors usually are rich old people who have tons of money to blow so like <laughs> they go to these places and right. they buy art so yeah i'm curious i just this just popped in my head but i'm curious to hear what you think about some of the art that's sold at such a high price but it's so simplistic and non technical get the money and run dude (laughs) 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 like i've heard people say that they think that that's money laundering yeah well it's not they're not the audience for it now are they (laughs) (laughs) like obviously you weren't going to buy that (laughs) some people just want to buy a doodle for a million dollars yeah and they're entitled to do that right and i applaud for that that doodler for being fortunate yeah yeah like so you're 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 totally so if someone, for example, gets a name for themselves somehow, I don't know how this typically happens. I'm not familiar at all with this kind of thing. But without really having the chops, per se, you think that's totally that's totally cool. Yeah. I mean. Interesting. Yeah, everyone. That doesn't make you feel at all like, why would I work so, why would I be, or yeah, why would I work so hard on the technique that I have? How I'm not immune to that, but like also it's like that's so cool like i think too that sometimes the people that like their art aren't going just aren't going to like my art like they have a different vibe going on in their living room you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you know it's whatever you're not a bitter person no yeah no yeah (laughs) yeah also too like sometimes like i've been trying to get comfortable raising my prices a little bit because I do spend so much time and energy just doing Mm -hmm. one thing one commission or personal project at a time like I've watched you put a 40 hour week into one piece or more yeah so it's it makes sense to expect a 40 hour (laughs) yeah a 40 hour paycheck (laughs) yeah if you're lowballing it is a thousand dollars right and that's 
$5,000 for 40 hours is very sad. Right. So No, I get that. I'm yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, just to, just depends. Mm-hmm. So like to continue your question though, but like some people just charge less and put less time into it and that's completely fine. They are probably more business savvy than me. <laughs> Maybe. So well, it's it just it, again, and, and it, there's there's comparable things in music where the artists it's themselves might not be good per se at their instrument, but they have like this weird following or something that a more technical band might not have. Yeah. And even to the point where the music itself, in my opinion isn't interesting at all it's very goodness is so subjective though because like something that i think is like shitty could be somebody's like that they can be all about that they could like it for a whole multitude of reasons too that doesn't have to be just beautiful artwork doesn't have to be beautiful they could like it because it how it makes them feel what it makes them think about if they think it's funny right even mm-hmm. like a shitty little doodle for a million dollars like damn that's a good joke mm-hmm. right yeah yeah like almost like fuck like fuck you to the person that thought that this was like yeah and awesome. i like i like that too because it's almost like it's anti art establishment it's like yeah you went to grad school didn't you well i'm <laughs> I doodled on this copy paper. Yeah. And it's more than your house. (laughs) That's true because, yeah. Yeah, because there are, I guess, there's a a lot of contradicting statements in that because I I think I totally understand what you're saying because there are those snobs, like those music snobs that, for example, will say jazz is the only, you know, the only music. You know, it's, it's... it's the it's the fucking like the the end all be all if it doesn't include the entire scale i'm not into yeah exactly right (laughs) so there are those people out there and i'm not one of those people at all it's more of for me personally when the music itself isn't unique that's that's it for me so like for example let's say art was something that was drawn was unique but simple I would be like, yes. And, I, and it's also my opinion, right? It's not like my opinion yeah. is, has no gravity or anything like that. But in, in in music, for example, if I hear a band and they're, you can tell they're not very good like on their instrument and also they're not doing anything unique, then I'm completely turned off to what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, not only are you not good at what you're doing, but you're also <laughs> you're also just ripping off someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I they just don't have a voice yet, or maybe they never will. But right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of there is mediocre art out there, but whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Obviously, there's yeah with with any with any art medium, I'm sure there's yeah tons Sh- of that being shit. shocking rather than mediocre. Being shocking is much. Preferable, at least to me. So, do you find yourself now being older than when you first started? Obviously, do you find yourself now when you're a child? Time has progressed. (laughs) Time has progressed since since the beginning of this conversation. (laughs) Do you find yourself now looking to like? Do you have a more? uh, Do you have a bigger catalog of artists that you look you look for inspiration? Yeah, definitely. I think going to art school has made me better. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, who would have thunk mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's like people go there for a reason <laughs> um but yeah definitely i have like recently i've been looking at a lot of uh medieval and 15 medieval to around the 1600s like the, the artists of that time period um like have you ever seen a, like a a woodblock cut illustration in a fairy tale book and the drawing is so goofy and weird like like medieval art in general it looks so weird the proportions are so weird i have to see it yeah yeah i'll throw some up let me look it up right now while you keep talking okay but yeah i've been i've been into that recently like um holbein or albert durer um 
that whole genre. I'm hmm. really into it. Um, so is that something that you're, for example, kind of like you're taking inspiration for that from that now and you're drawing that yourself kind of? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um, like recently I did a painting um, of a medieval jester proposing to a to a royal lady and the royal lady's like walking a raccoon like that kind of stuff yeah like that's that's insane that's so weird <laughs> it's a knight slaying an alligator that is weird it looks like a dragon it, they it? sure were yeah, trying to draw here. a dragon weren't they you should probably put put that up too Darren, yeah, if I'll you can i'll save it and send it to you yeah but yeah i just like it i like it oh my god what so, so the music of that time too was probably like a lot of what uh pipes and pipes and stuff flutes mm -hmm. and oh what's that weird instrument the oh. <laughs> a hurdy gurdy hurdy gurdy hurdy gurdy was that the same time period um no no okay um i don't know when it comes from but not that it's a little bit later i think oh okay but well, big yeah, organs were a thing it feels like it is though Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like pipes and flutes and shit like that. That's interesting. What a weird time to be alive. I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> a weird time also to be creative. Like, I, I, it would be so strange to see what kind of creative minds were there at the time. What kind of, like, what was considered unique at that time. Because there had to have been people that were doing unique things, you know? Definitely. I think art has changed so much throughout, like, the couple hundred years that, um, like, back then, doing a self-portrait was like, what? What are you doing? You can't immortalize yourself. That's ungodly. Yeah. Huh. It was more elitist back then, like, way more elitist. To, to draw yourself? Yeah, it was really? like, um... Like, I think it was Holbein, don't quote me, but Holbein was the first one that did, like, or at least among the first ones to do, like, a, a self-portrait, and he did, like, he made himself look like Christ, hmm. and people were like, what? <laughs> that is a statement, though, it's, like Jesus. It, it, like, yeah. leave, leave it to an artist <laughs> to paint themselves as Jesus. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks of himself. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't think it was explicit enough. <laughs> right. He's like, I really like wine, so. So nowadays, and I'm, I feel like, Darren, I don't know if you have questions to ask. I've I had one of, more, but you're good. Go ahead. I've kind of been no, taken like over here, but. Hog. <laughs> <laughs> Question, interview hog. <laughs> um, so nowadays, do you feel like there's art coming out I don't know how, I don't know how like close to the fire you are in terms of what's coming, like what new stuff is coming out. But do you see a new genre of art or a new style of art being created? I have no idea. Yes and no, because since like this is like the first era in general, let alone art where we have the the internet at such a large and global scale. Um, so, like, before, artistic movements were kind of insular, like, you'd have the art, an artistic movement, movement going on in New York, and that would define a decade. And whereas now, it's like, there are so many people doing so many things at once, picking from so many different sources, because it's so readily available that there are definitely trends that go on, because the algorithm favors it right. but um there's just so much going on at the same time that it's hard to definitively pinpoint mm -hmm. what kind of stylistic movement it is but you can like determine what it is just based on like the decade and how um global events have influenced it you know what i'm talking about like the internet is art cyclical like music has been i feel like it is mm -hmm. because right now we're in like for instance in like the 80s the like you know the modernist movement how it was like uh 
an aluminum cube in a blank white room and people were like yes amazing there was no like human form human figures painted during that time because people weren't interested in painting humans at that time but now it's sort of like like a renaissance of painting people again hmm it's pretty cool that's interesting very fortunate for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that's my i can't forte. wait until it falls out of favor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's like there's trends that happen definitely. corporate art oh yeah what's that like, oh you've seen it i have like you go to google and on the the google title page it has some weird art that is in the shape of google the name oh right 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 yeah, it has like big pe big people little heads they're like a primary color they're like they have noodly spaghetti arms you've oh. seen it yeah there you go oh this is considered corporate art corporate art yeah it's oh. safe yeah <laughs> but i wouldn't i don't know I, I don't know if i would consider that like an artistic movement right now rather than so rather than it is what corporations buy i feel like I i've seen people do it just for like you know make well, like their I thing don't know. i don't know what who caused what is the thing like did they start chicken did, or the egg yeah did the corporations inspire this i hope not dear god um <laughs> or did corporations steal that art style because it was easily reproducible you know yeah. what i mean definitely yeah i mean i think well, like the corporations, they're just hiring people that are, I guess, talented enough to make what they want. You know what I mean? Talented. Because they know. They fucking know what, what, what's like the easy and simple thing to do. Yeah. It's the same thing with music. I mean, these record labels and stuff like that, they know what the fuck Talented people, people who are desperate for money and willing and able to work within a time crunch that is unreasonable. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that, do you know who David Cho is? The name's familiar, I don't know. So he's that Asian artist that got rich off of making a mural for Facebook. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Does he have a show now? Yes, which is yeah, awesome, that's... by the way. Okay, yeah. I don't know if oh, you've wow. seen it, but it's fucking I amazing. Se I've seen Anthony Bourdain interview him, I think. Oh, really? I think that was him. Yeah, possibly. Yep. But, um... But he... So instead, whatever, I'll just his background. So he took instead of taking money from them, he took a share of Facebook, which ended up becoming like tons of money, obviously. Influenced by his parents. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, you know, he he just he's an interesting character, and um, I don't even remember why I brought him up, but I think it was more of like he's. It seems like the kind of art that he makes is super weird and super it's interesting to me yeah it's not you know cookie I mean? cutter yeah exactly right and you know facebook is one of the biggest corporations there is you know what i mean yeah he'd probably be against don't you mean meta stuff. what's that don't you mean meta oh is it meta now <laughs> it's about to be uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone needs a pr change to escape their flaws yeah <laughs> Ironically, we'll be posting this on Facebook <laughs> or Meta, whatever the fuck it's called. Or speaking directly to you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, dude. Don't ban me, dog. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I see memes like that all the time. Like, only bans instead of only fans. That's the new name <laughs> for, for Facebook. <laughs> only bans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did. I will. I'll go back to the question you said about uh, future goals. Mm -hmm. uh, you were talking about if the one thing doesn't work out, then maybe Patreon. Then Patreon. So Patreon, for those who don't know, is people can basically give you money every month, and they get uh, benefits that you determine based on each tier. So if, like, for instance, on my Patreon, ten dollars a month, you get stickers whenever I make new stickers, and then you get a tiny little piece of artwork. For ten dollars a month, um, three by three, right? Yeah, like a tiny old thing. Depends on what I want to do, but it's at least three by three, and each month I send that to them. But um, but a lot of people make some people make a lot of money on Patreon, and it's really cool. I think it's like it's really great for making a community of people who enjoy your artwork and they can they can comment on your stuff they can interact with each other and i think it would be cool to make a little community on there 
Um, yeah. What are your other tiers? Um, I have a dollar tier. You just you get to see what I post on Patreon. Um, I have a five dollar tier, so you get stickers whenever I release them. Um, thirty five dollars, you get like a significantly sized thing, piece of artwork. Um, as long as well as the other benefits too, and there there are other tiers other than that, but those are the main ones that are popular. Yeah. <laughs> so then would you consider being self-sufficient as being successful in art? Yeah, I would. Like if, okay, so for example, let's say it doesn't happen, right? Would you then go, I wasn't successful? No, but it would It would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I per- personally... I know what I got. Right. Just because other people don't like it or have the money to give to me to pay my rent doesn't mean anything. I know what right. I am. That's so. good. I don't have that same sentiment <laughs> for myself. <laughs> well, I feel like y'all's goals are really similar, though. Like, you just want... You don't want to be famous. No. You're not trying to be famous. You're just trying to live right. on what you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It, I want to be my own boss. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. Right. <laughs> Basically, other than me. Yeah. Because I know, I know best, damn it. it it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, there's always the fear for me that, you know, things won't happen that way. And then you end up having to work the day job for the rest of your life. For me personally. Yeah. And then if that were to happen at that point, I would, I feel like at the end of my run, I'd go, well, damn, I wasn't successful in what I was trying to do. You know See, what I mean? But the great thing about like the age that we live in now is that we can just release it onto the internet and it's forever. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Like, at least for artists there's this thing where if you die people are like they were so great right they were so amazing so what oh. you're saying is we should kill ourselves <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that to the end of the video I'll be a big closer guys that's up for stay the, tuned that's up for the viewer <laughs> Elliot cock the gun <laughs> <laughs> But really, like, yeah, I, I accept that if I tragically die in a skydiving accident or die. <laughs> that. Yep, just that. Scheduled um, for next next week. Yeah. <laughs> or if I die when I'm old and I suddenly then get famous, then I'm going to appoint someone as head of my estate and they are going to handle benefits, that. Right. Yeah, they're going to handle that. Right. Is there, um, in art, is there kind of the same weirdness about age? Like there is in music. So, for example, a young, you know, a younger band or whatever artist will get more, they'll kind of get popular a little easier than, than like an older I band. feel like it's almost the opposite because like a young person, they people don't want to give chances to a young person, a young artist, because they're not taken seriously, whereas an old person doing it, it's like, wow, this person's a master. Even That's so interesting. Whereas, like, with, like, a band, you, like, you have to physically be there performing, and they get, get to look at you, and people right. are very superficial. Yes. They're like, they want a good-looking person to sing a song. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, they <laughs> there's like this weird thing where if you're old and doing it, it's kind of sad rather than it being like it's almost seen as if it's a child's game to play rather than it's just an art being performed. Yeah, like you have a decade to do it. Right. You better do it. There's a timeline. Yeah. That's cool, though. I'm, that's, I'm glad to hear that, at least. I don't know if you enjoy that, but. Yeah, well. Are you saying like, well, I'd rather be able to get there now than yeah. wait till I'm older? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you're yep. gonna be doing it later too, though. Right. Yeah, it's I, a positive. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> it's like I'll still be doing it. I'll still it. be here, whether or not people are watching. <laughs> um. Well, Jaren, do you have any other questions, bro? Yes, my love. Broski, woski. Let's see. Away. 
I didn't have any more prepared, but... How are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't, I don't think we've really gone in depth about it, and I'd be interested to know. <laughs> Do you find, like, recurring images or recurring themes that you work with appearing more often now that you've had these decades with your art and do you find that there's like you're finding meaning within your own art now that you've spent so much time with it and you've done so much reflection through college and stuff i think so i used to make art sorry you burp um, into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to make art, and I'd like make one piece of art be its own thing, and then I'd move on to something, and it'd be drastically different. Um, but I think now that I've like gone through um, school, I'm more comfortable um, having an idea or like a particular type of image you know what i'm talking about um and doing that a few times to like actually satisfy the need for the the artwork you know what i mean whereas before i feel like i was more insecure and i had to keep it fresh and new and i had to move on from one thing to the nut to the other just to play all the fields basically mm -hmm. whereas now like i i know more of what I, I like to do yeah no like one meaning that you're like further refining or like further exploring yeah 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 do you do you have other mediums besides let's say an artist that you enjoy but do you are there under any other mediums of let's say art or maybe just things that happen personally in your life that will inspire an idea like other than art yeah well i guess like maybe like the medium of music for example or maybe a movie or a book that you're reading or something um probably movies because it's also visual um i know a lot of people they love to listen to music as they do artwork and I, it's not that i don't but i i just don't tend to for what do you reason. listen to i listen to <laughs> Murder podcast. <laughs> Murder podcast. <laughs> like true crime, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And drag queens. Yep. Like drag queen shows. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Or like the pod, like podcasts yeah. and stuff. <laughs> That's but um, yeah, I think movies is what really gets me. Um, I love like the, the certain camera angles and like special effects that they do especially like with um older movies before cgi and stuff like that right. like the like animatronic tronics right super awesome. creative yeah i'll say that for myself like I, I used to watch movies a lot when i was living back in miami and then it just period where i stopped for a long time i think it's just because of the time commitment to it which is ironic because when i watch a show usually i'll sit there for like two or three hours watching a show yeah but it doesn't make any sense i think it's maybe like the, the cut in between the fact or that something bite-sized yeah that's it's got to be what it is but i've recently been going back to watching movies again and i saw blade runner the first and second one like literally back to back mm -hmm. and it kind of reminded me of why i loved watching movies as a you know a younger person because of the aesthetic of the movie and the yeah. visual, the kind of visual stuff that you see in the, the second feeling. one. Right. For me, that's a huge part of the movie uh, besides the story and the plot line. But I, I love the cinematic, like the view and the kind of lighting that they use and stuff like that. Um, to me, it's it's a it's a huge part of it. And I, it's, it's kind of nice to get back into that. You know what I mean? I'm the same way because usually when I watch something, um, and it can be anything that I'm watching, I'll do art while I'm watching it. So I'm always looking down, doing whatever. So, and I'm mostly like listening to it and I'll periodically look up. Um, so like a character dialogue is not high on my priority list 
Right. It has to look cool. Right. Yeah. That's or cool. like a movie that I'm just familiar with. Yeah. 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 One. <laughs> I hope. I hope I get the opportunity to make music for something like that. I feel like that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just I, f- I, f- I feel like I have the. I know what would sound right for a specific thing. I do. F- I feel like I write music in that sense too, where a theme like a mean, cinematic yeah. experience, a yeah. soundscape. Right. If I'm driving down the highway and the lights look a specific way or something, I f- I feel like that could like inspire synth. a song. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> dun, 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 you know, whatever it is. That I've, I feel like I've always been like that since I've started writing. But yeah. Yeah. I have That's a closing question. Go for it. So, this is one of my favorite questions for <gasps> artists. What would you say to someone who's maybe a little bit older or given up on their artistic uh, passion to encourage them to get back into it? I think anything is better than nothing. Even if it's like you, like you have a sketchbook and you just do a little, do a little doodle. Um... Let's say that they're really insistent, though, and they just don't believe in themselves, and they don't think that it's worth getting back into. Then you've already lost, my dude. You need, you just need to continue doing something that makes you happy, despite what other people, other people's reaction to it. You need to continue doing something that is your own personal enjoyment. It can be like a secret for yourself, and only you. Yeah. And you don't need to you don't need to share it with other people for it to be special or good. I it reminds me of when we went to um somebody recently died that we know and we went to his house for helping um his brother and oh, his brother was trying to clear the house out and we were helping him out. And I was looking through some journals. I didn't know there were journals, but I opened it up and there's a journal page and there was, I don't think this was shared with anybody, that there was a piece of art in there of a shadow. And um, underneath it, it said, a shadow uh, in myself. Sometimes I don't know the difference. Damn, that's and deep as fuck. <laughs> I know. And, like, that, that wasn't for anybody. It wasn't sold. But, damn, was it profound. And, yeah. like, to be in this, this man's house and to just catch this, like, moment of probably deep reflection from this person and you know having a creative outlet for that for that person might have meant a lot for them even if they didn't sell it or if it wasn't successful i think the idea that like money or art has to be always sold for some monetary gain is like it's paralyzing it's awful and it's so reductive too like you can you can make anything, and if it if you enjoy doing it, then it has value. Yeah, it's just hard, hard. Period. <laughs> so basically, period. just do it. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I think that's a good that's a good thing to end on. Is yeah, if it if you're enjoying doing it, it yeah. has value. And if they don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> They're stupid. <laughs> I think humans should create. I mean, like. Just interact with your experience, you know, do something about it. Definitely. Yeah. Express yourself. Yeah. To me, that's the, that's the greatest thing about human beings besides all the other bullshit that we do or whatever is the fact that if you can create and add something artistically, emotionally or whatever to this world, I think that is the greatest thing. Even if you're a homeless person, even if you make no money, even if none of that, if you're at least creating, if you're putting something into the world like that comes from from yourself, I find that to be like you're you're doing something special. You know what I mean? It is special. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're just taking up space and you know, you're just doing finance. Sorry, finance guys that listen <laughs> to this podcast, then you know. It's like my. Go fuck yourself. On the weekend. <laughs> Who knows, too? You might know a way to express an experience that somebody else doesn't. And I've learned a lot from how other people relate to the world through their art. 
it's a nice gift to pass on too. Like I had, um, I think my great great grandmother, she would just paint little paintings just for nobody. There's like this one painting that I had for a while of um, like bluebirds, baby bluebirds in a nest, and they're like cawing at their mother for food. And you know, she wasn't an artist, but I think it was a good painting and right. it was special. And I've never seen a painting like that before. Yeah, that's cool. So it's like something that lives on beyond your death. Like right. people who have never met you before or and will never meet you can see your artwork and be like, wow. That's pretty dope. They liked birds. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much Thanks, for coming Jessica. on and uh, talking with us. Oh, my God, this hat. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys, and uh, peace. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>